Bill Buzz. Season two. Uh, right, uh, so today I'm chatting to boxer and all-around fighting fanatic uh, Matty Meehan. So he'll be on now, he'll be chatting about life as a boxer. Uh, oh yeah, we talked about the Dagestani boys as well. I think they're, we're just chatting about that, having like a, seeing, wondering are they the toughest lads in the world? I, I think they are. But, um, what else? Oh yeah, we're talking a bit about Traveller Callout videos, bits of stuff like that. Fight previews, talking about McGregor, will he ever come back and bits of shit like that. And uh, yeah, so yeah, that was basically all we talked about. It was good. It was kind of just all about fighting. So if you're into bits like that, it was just general combat and violence kind of chat. But it was good. Uh, yeah, so look, and I won't lie to you. So killers kind of gone a wall again. So I don't know what I'm gonna do with the cap of chats. I might just kind of talk shit myself for a few minutes. Uh, so I don't know what I'm gonna talk about to be honest. But sure, look, I'll figure it out. Um, he's really letting the club down at this stage. But yeah, sure, fuck it. We'll sort something out. And uh, yeah, let's get into it. Kill bus. Yeah, so you're doing the. Are you doing bits of gym? What way does your training work? I'm just wondering about that. I um. What the boxer as a as a boxer? What training are you doing? Like on Monday to, Monday to Sunday? So wait, okay. So basically, okay. Right, so yeah. Uh, so as a, as a boxer, um, I train uh, Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday down the club, and then I go gym uh, with and uh, myself or one one a few of the lads Monday, Wednesday. And Friday and then Sunday as well. Um, where, where, depends what I'm at as well. So it's like bag. So what would be included would be bag work, uh, your sparring, your pads, um, your cardio work, your technical footwork, your technical pad work, your technical bag work, um, your strength conditioning, your bear work. Um, oh, it's, there's so much. You obviously you use your leg work as well, but yeah, no, there's so much uh, that goes into it, and it's it's a uh, it's it's a good process to get into if you want to get into it being uh, being a boxer, you know. Yeah, yeah. So you're and is this tough? The motivation side of it is that tough. Like when you're going seven days a week, do you get drained? Do you get drained? Listen, or? Yeah, no, it is. Yeah, no, it is a hundred percent. Yeah, but you just have to get in. You just have to stick with it. You know, the, the days that you don't want to go in are the days that you have to. The days yeah. that you most have to get in and get it done because it's only it's only going to be good for yourself. You know, you, you, if you not if you don't go in, you only you only letting yourself down and you only let the other people down that that are supporting you around you that that believe in you and you're cheating yourself with the end of the day if you're not going in that uh, and you make up some sort of few excuses here and there that. You know, or, you know, you you can't go in because this, this, this. You know, you just get in, you just get it done. You know. Yeah, and tell us about the weight cut. Have you done much of that before? How grueling is that? I've heard a lot about that. Uh, I I so basically I I done I done a small one, and um then basically it just went uh, just shit went with the, the with the fight like just went uh, it's up really like yeah. I'm, I'm, like I'll be honest with you. Um, like I, I had to pull out my fight um, due to a shoulder injury I had. I was supposed to have a fight at, near the end of the year, and I had to pull out within the last few days due to um, I, I have this thing on my shoulder where it's a temporary dislocation. It's a temporary dislocation where if I if I put my shoulder in any weird um, uh, way, 
if I, if I if I like put it so if, if I'm throwing out a punch and the punch lands in, in a weird way and the muscle goes in, into an odd place then and unfortunately I had to pull out my fight the last few days um, it's, it's not nice at all so that's what I'm I'm trying to get over it and I'm trying to kind of stick with it. I need to, I, I'm in re- rehabilitation now to try and get, get that shoulder fully sawed and then if I get back in the ring, 2022 maybe. Uh, but regards back to the weight cut, uh, I was I was trying to fly down to, what, I'm, 50, I'm 63 at the moment, I'm trying to fly down to 59. And I was just starting it last week, and it was it was like it was just like I wasn't like eating as much. I was trying to like get more more that cardio working, trying to get more of that sweating than I normally would. Yeah. And um, then like obviously that news came that um, like my physio was just and it was just a kind of a team decision. It was just like yeah, um, you know, it's just like yeah, you haven't been like yeah, the shoulder is just too much of a of an issue at the moment and uh, we have to sadly pull you and I was just like oh shit yeah. I've like two years uh, I've, I've put this plus quarantine and plus even starting boxing then like the lockdowns and all that like trust me the lockdowns did work so much but yeah. it was just it's, it's a shh of news to get yeah and um I wanted to say this to you I was having I had an argument with a lad yesterday and he said um there was someone on oh, live line no. talking about <laughs> talking about boxing but basically he said you don't you want to be a fool to go into that ring he said there's a chance there's a huge chance like all you're going in you're getting your head bit off you and he said like there's a chance of getting brain damage when you're older he said like, you wouldn't want to have that in between your ears going to that ring what would you say to people who say that sorry sorry I, I saw you talk to Cody Cossie to say shut up and all that but that, yeah, that, no, just, all right, that, yeah. that, that pisses me off yeah that yeah because they don't know the wheel they so what they say? What do they say? Basically, like he, they were talking on live line about Kelly Harrington winning and stuff, and they were just saying like he was just saying like yeah. the chances of stuff happening when you're older to your head and stuff and your brain damage and the amount of belts uh, you're taking. He said you want to be a fool to go in. What would you say to that now? We 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's get ma- many bad injuries. You know, I, I remember hearing in Rocky that I know this is only Rocky, like it's not really boxing, but like he oh, said geez. after fighting your man Drago, he said he yeah. he had bits broken in his body that it never healed. Was it would stuff be like that? Would um, what yeah, kind of stuff no, after a fight 100%. like? Uh, well, yeah, no, like uh, th- 
thank God, like, I haven't had an injury yet or anything like that, obviously. But other fighters, yeah, um, they'd have broken orbital bones, which is a, uh, um, a muscle in your, or, no, a bone in your jaw, uh, just down to the side of your to the side of your jaw there, a broken uh, older bone, you'd have broken ribs, um, you, all parts of your chest and your body could be broken from taking body shots, and um, you could have concussion as well from taking a headshot or getting knocked out badly, there's there's loads of injuries, um, and like, um, yeah, you know, yeah. you could feel you could go on forever and ever and ever, and then it's just like, when you when you get on, and you get off that, you get off, get off the ring, and you cool down, and, and you're in, and, yeah, it doesn't maybe hurt so much in the evening time after, probably. And, like, I've read into this, obviously, extensively, but it doesn't really hurt much in the evening time. But then when you when you sleep, and you're like, oh, oh, I'll be grand tomorrow, you know, maybe an ice bag or something like that, and then the pain just hits you like a truck. Does it, and yeah? And you're like, oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah. <laughs> I can yeah. imagine, like, yeah. And what, like, you, you say to go through that pain and stuff, and there's a lot of recovery, but what yeah. do you think, like... About being a boxer, there's a lot of pros and cons. What would you now say, like, be the best thing and the worst thing about being a boxer, would you think? Uh, the best thing? Uh, probably, oh, the best thing. There's loads of best things. Um, probably just even starting to, starting to, like, for me, like, like, Dan, like, for me, or... Like, you say, for, like, okay, if, if it was for me... Like, um, probably even stand the sport because, like, uh, I don't know where I would have been, you know, if, if I would have took MMA, you know, that it's funny. Yeah, you, you know, I, I went down that boxing road, and I'm so happy I went down that boxing road, and I've, I've learned so much. I, I said, and it's learning stuff as well, it's learning something new as a sport, if you get me. Yeah. Um, and, and, and coming into a new club and making new mates and all that, and getting into this new sport, probably the bad thing about it. So, like, yeah. I, I guess the way you cut down would be, uh, that would, that would be something that uh, no boxer likes to do at all because you, you're, you're not eating, you're starving yourself um, you're putting multiple bin bags over yourself yeah. to, to try and go for runs and to try and do an extra session to try and get that extra sweating and that weight down It's and uh, you're, not, not, you're not sleeping at night and you're getting up at like 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock in the morning to try and do it again like it's, um, yeah. it's a brutal life but um, if, you, if you do... following ad is for Matt Shed. Matt Shed provides garden and rustic furniture along with custom made pieces for home decoration. Ideal for putting the finishing touches on your home, shed or garden. Follow his Instagram at Matt.Shed to get in touch or to buy his products on his Etsy store. So what are you waiting for? Check out Matt.Shed today, online today for insanely good products and prices. Yeah, I, I saw that. I saw your man. Do you know the like Khabib trains and he puts towels, he puts about 20 towels over himself. And I think he sleeps with that, but he just like yeah. lies down and he has towels over. But I've seen someone there training and like any boxer trains hard. But, or, no, sorry. Um, yeah, Dagestanis. Yeah, it's Khabib and uh, your man is yeah, Lammy's way. They're mad fucking mad bastards the only word yeah. but they yeah. all bo every yeah. boxer now yeah. made that trains hard but these guys are just the Russians the Dagestani guys are just a fuck they're just different breed oh, like they're, Christ they're, they're different breed oh yeah no doubt 100% like them lads like I've, I've seen like videos and all that of them lads like going out and like in dark hacks like wrestling in the snow yeah like yeah. it's mad like yeah. and like, you, you, like to be honest you'd be afraid if a few Dagestanis came up to you yeah. on a dark alley like on a dark alley or like on a night out if you get me like you yeah, like yeah. they're they're, they're hedges fuck like and yeah, um, yeah. no like Khabib is an absolute like 
he's a, oh, he's a goat. He's an absolute goat at the game. Yeah. Um, and he's up there, and he will be up there with the greatest of all time. I think they're the toughest men on earth. I genuinely would think that. I don't think anyone. I think the Rush. I think the mountain, the Russian mountains, the lads from there have to be the toughest fuckers I've ever seen in my life. Like, Christ. Like, the Dagestanis. The Dagestanis. Yeah. They're, no, you don't mess with the Dagestanis. Your man Islam. They all have the same fucking haircuts. I see the beard and they have the kind of under beard under their throat and stuff. They all have the same shit, but. And, yeah. and they're trained to wrestle. They're just trained to wrestle, wrestle, yeah, wrestle. Yeah, yeah. So your opponent gets up, you take them down again. Your opponent tries to get up, you try and submit them. Oh, wait, they're going to get up. Oh, what do you do? Yeah, you take them down again. It's, them just, down it's again. just small. Yeah. It, it, as, um, as Khabib says, uh, just smash. Just, just we go smash. Yeah, I'm going to smash your boy. Yeah, that's, is that what he... Yeah, I remember he said that to McGregor, yeah, yeah. yeah and he yeah, did yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to smash your boy. And yes. then, uh, obviously, we're like... And then, like... Hey, the most exciting part of that fight was when he jumped out of the ring and attacked all of McGregor's crew. I still don't understand what happened uh, that night. Uh, but. Uh, that was, so basically what happened was that um, when, when you, it, the first person that Khabib went for was Dylan Dennis. Dylan Dennis was uh, McGregor's jiu-jitsu partner and well, he was trading shots with Khabib online on Twitter and uh, he saw him at a previous UFC event. He was one of McGregor's boys and he was like, and then um, Dylan Dennis shouted something up. No, I can't remember what he shouted up, but he shouted up something like Khabib. Khabib heard it from the octagon, jumped over the ring, yeah. jumped, literally drop kicked Dylan Dennis. You could see, if you, if you look at the video, it's uh, Khabib jumping with his two legs right in front of him, trying to drop kick Dylan Dennis. Then all hell breaks loose. Yeah. One, of, uh, one of McGregor's... Um, McGregor's sitting like, like sitting in the octagon and he's like, oh shit, I just lost to Khabib. Like, just sitting there, obviously, trying to contemplate the loss. When the Khabib's boys jump over, um, have a knock with Connor. Connor uh, drops one of them. Another one comes in right over the cage, uh, jumps on Connor's back, yeah. tries to submit Connor. Like, all the cops came in and all that after that and everything was sorted and Khabib was dragged back and then his purse, he, he, I think he didn't get his fight purse actually after that and then now, but um, do, Dan, do you think actually, do you see anything from McGregor in the future at all? Obviously, like I know that you might watch it in MMA the all time, but do you, do you see Connor coming back and maybe making that Poirier 4 fight? I do think I I think it's I think it's inevitable that him and Poirier will fight again. I don't think I think they have to fight again. Like Poirier even said it. He after you always know the day or two after the fight. And in fairness, Poirier did say if you, and wrote and sorry Dana White said a few bits as well. And he was kind of saying yeah it's possible. So I think so. And and McGregor is trying to fly out since that fight. So I'd say so he has to fight Oliveira next. Is it Poirier has to fight him? Um, that's yeah, that's so it's, it's Poirier, that's UFC two six seven at the yeah. end of the year. Uh, I think that's November. McGregor versus Poirier three. That happened. Poirier obviously won, yeah. and then McGregor went off, trained for a solid six months, and then obviously um, lost again. Sorry, P- Poirier two, and then obviously he trained for a solid six months. Poirier three came happen, and um, it, then he broke his leg, but. Uh, yeah. It, it, like it's it's hurt because I have only watched I I've I've only ever seen clips of the fight I've never actually watched the full fight yeah um, so I I've seen clips of what it looks like that that Poirier and it was kind of a fifty fifty uh, McGregor wants something to stand up and then uh, Poirier did get the better of him and he, and he took him down and then yeah. obviously what happened after when McGregor broke his leg he was like oh doctor stoppage doctor stoppage yeah, yeah that's yeah. not a TKO and all this. 
and um, and then obviously the funny moment where Joe Rogan asks him, uh, at, like interviews him, he's like, oh, side you want to be DMs, pal, and all that, yeah, hey, yeah. baby, you know, all this kind of, and uh, I think that kind of, that, that was like, oh, okay, maybe maybe the, the corner that we want to see um, is for the UFC. Yeah, I see. Yeah, I think he has a few years left in him. Lads, kind of writing him off a lot. I know he hasn't won a whole like he's only won I think one since your man Trump became president. But I think he has days ahead of him. Like in fairness, like I don't know fuck all about it, but I think like there is guys there he can beat. He was wet. Like I think for the for any bit I saw that fight, he was actually with Poirier. Poirier didn't seem too much better than him. And like I think if the fight was to go on, I think McGregor it would have been a very close. Maybe I think Poirier would have won, but I still think McGregor he wouldn't have been thrown out of the place. Like you know he would have it would have been a good yeah. fight. Like you know. I have my bets on. I I I have my bets on for McGregor to either win by knockout or decision because I thought yeah. it, if if it's a, if it's yeah, uh, like uh, like uh, I I had a high anticipation that it was going to be high class. It was going to be a great fight. It was going to go just go back and forth, back and forth, round for round, and then obviously you come to decision maybe, and then McGregor win by split decision or majority decision or either the, the unanimous as well or McGregor comes out with that, that late 3 to 4 round or for that, that 4 to 5 round sorry because yeah. in, in, in a fight with McGregor McGregor always has this deep you saw it it's, it's been seen in the Mayweather fight it's been seen in the Diaz fight as well where there's a kind of a dip in between the middle rounds of a fight and he, he dips and his energy just comes down and he's backing him up himself against the cage and he's just taking them shots in the shoulders and he's just trying to survive them rounds and then when he survives them rounds he comes back and he just comes back and he, he wins that win the round straight after them he takes the rounds and then obviously he won against Diaz Diaz 2 he lost against Diaz 1 lost against Mayweather um, but like uh, McGregor is one of if, is one of if not the best um, MMA like he's, he's not if, if not Ireland's best uh, actually no he is Ireland's best fighter what am I talking about sorry he is if not one of the best UFC fighters of all time not not just uh, like uh, I, I say I, I seem super saying but like not just the final but just like MMA's best if you get me yeah 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 I just the one thing I'm I'm curious about is see how he gets back from the injuries because I have a few of the injuries like some of the worst injuries in the history of UFC written down here and a lot of them are leg breaks you know the way he broke his leg and what it just they? snapped yeah. so I have I have the main I have the, I have the top three ones so these are the most horrific ones so there was Chris Weidman. I don't know what you... I couldn't find which one this was. So this was leg break after a calf kick. So this was kind of like similar to McGregor, just where his fucking... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah his, his leg literally just broke in half and then yeah. he went down to the I saw, yeah. I saw that video. That was fucking horrific. And then there's... Right, so then 2008, then it was Corey Hill. So he snapped his tibia and his fibula. Now, I saw the picture. I don't have it, I don't have it with yeah. me to show you, but... I think his leg oh, basically, his foot went this way, and his other, so his leg basically split in two as they were still attached. If you know yeah. what I mean, but yeah. it was it was disgusting. Yeah. But then this is probably the worst one. Now I saw the picture of this. So UFC one twenty nine, uh, Mark Kamenik is his name. So he basically, oh, he got a, yeah, uh, Dana White described as a tennis ball size bump above his eye. So he still and he still played on with it. He just got so many. I think. He just got so many belts up at the same place, and it was just swollen during the fight. But he played on with it, and yeah. I I don't know did he win that, but like it's fucking horrific. Like it it's a. Have you seen Have you seen Mike Perry? Mike, Mike Perry's nose the other side of his face. Oh yeah, I did. I think I could have seen that actually. Yeah, yeah that was. Yeah. Oh. Some yeah. of the injuries though, like it's 
it's way more brutal. Like, I know boxing is probably dangerous as well, but is UFC, like, you are going in, you are risking your life. Like, you like probably, you you're probably getting, are in boxing as well. You're, but. Getting, you're, you're getting knees, elbows, you're literally getting everything thrown yeah. at you. Every single part of your body, you're getting thrown. Yeah, yeah. But it, it, it's like street fight. Like, it's the closest thing. I like it because it's kind of, oh, it's yeah. just so raw. There's nothing, there's no rules really. Like, yeah. you're on the ground like and kick the shit out. It's like a fight outside a pub on a Saturday yeah. night. Like, it's just, it's red raw, uh, like, you know. Uh, it's, it's better than that. Yeah. yeah. We tactics uh, to that. But, like, yeah, yeah. I, I was actually, I, I was watching, to, I was looking through Twitter there the last day and uh, I just came across this random tweet and it's literally some guys like, UFC are just full of a load of mad bastards. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? That actually may resonate. That actually may that, that, that kind of sounds true. Like, yeah. and, and I think it like and like again, like uh, as I said early on, like I've been asked, like I actually I've been told, like like everyone everyone in the fight game needs a lot of mad bastards. Like, why are you doing this? And I'm, I'm, I'm again, my reply is, you know, like we love simple as we like to take a punch. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. Like, yeah. yeah. I don't know, do you what are you into the watching the Traveller the call out videos or any of them? Do you watch any of them? Oh my god. Yeah, I've, <laughs> I've seen them all. Joyce oh, uh what is it? it was Patsy Joyce Joyce versus um Oh there's, there's there's a few of them, but the Joyce are the ones that I, I'd be I I'd always be looking up. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if any of them actually fought because I remember once I was like actually following the two families, like Joyce, I think Connors as well. And they were just sending yeah. videos back and forth for months. And none, they never actually fought. They just sent back videos. And they were the two biggest spoofers. I, I said, you, Patsy McDonough, I'm going to come in, I'm going to rub your wife off, you know, this shite. And they never did anything. Like, they just ta- talked yeah. shite outside their houses for six months. But it's like, it's all them, and then it's like, did the bare knuckle boxing as well. But, um, yeah, no, if you don't have gone, I've actually got into the, the professional boxing game. Um, John Joe Joyce, he, I think he's went to the Olympics. Um, then we have, uh, actually, no, there's a, there's a great up-and-coming amateur as well, Patsy Joyce. He's, he's I think he's 15 or 16. He's yeah. 33, oh, 23 and 0 as an amateur and a six-time Irish champion. Jesus, that's fair going. And he's 16, yeah? Jesus. Jeez, you have it in yeah. him, yeah? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, that's... Yeah, I think he's 15 or 16, yeah. Yeah, well, I suppose oh, when does. you're when you're in bare knuckle fights since you're a kid, I suppose it probably does stand here. Like, like that'd be uh, like that'd be fucking ruthless. Like, I've watched one or two of them now, and they are like whatever about UFC. Like, this is bare knuckle. Is it's a just a real dog fight, like you know, and it's ruthless. Like, it yeah. really is. Like, yeah. But uh, yeah. Uh, what, what do you think of the fight game? What What do you think about? Uh, the UFC, like. Yeah, as a whole, UFC boxing. MMA, uh, bare knuckle boxing. If you want to try, then like, yeah, I like watching it. I, I love, I love seeing the training and stuff. I haven't watched the, I have never watched a boxing match like a full. I watched back Joshua and Klitschko before, but I don't know. Is there any big fights coming up? But I, I want to watch. I never get it on pay per view or any of them on Sky. But I want to watch. Um, Forty years out, I watch one of the boxing games, boxing matches live. I'm gonna watch Kelly Harrington and your one, the Brazilian one now on Sunday. But yeah, but yeah. I'll finish on this, but I think Fury, he's obviously an animal. He came, in fairness, like he came back like from a tough, like he was obese and stuff, and he was had a drinking problem. And in fairness, you'd have to respect him for coming back. But I think, I think he loses a lot of his respect by just kind of talking to him. I know, I know that's the game. I know what that's what you have to do. But like, I think I don't. It, like, it, that's how you promote a fight. Like, yeah. You're not going to promote a fight if you stay silent. You, yeah. You have to put out your ticket sales. You have to get more fans. You I know, to, yeah. You have to make a bit of momentum. Yeah, that, you... that's, that's, how, that
Yeah, oh, of course, and of course you have to talk, but like. I think he overdoes it. I think a lot of them, you know, Joshua does it. Joshua probably is one of them humble guys. He probably doesn't really talk a whole lot. You know, Wilder probably does it just the right amount. But I think Fury always did. I know he wants to get under guys' skins, but I think it's nearly like McGregor there a few months ago, a a few weeks ago, a poor year. And he just overdid it. Like, you could see he was forced. McGregor used to do that naturally, but you could tell it was forced. Like, and there's nothing, of course, like, that's what you have. You have to talk, but it could be over, you can overdo yeah. it as well, like, you have to fight, the fight is the main thing, Is you know, like, that's the main thing, you know? Listen, you can talk all the shit you want, and, yeah. and then it's, it's like, oh, wait, I have to do a fight, I have to fight now? Obviously, yeah, exactly, yeah. Talking, you know, that, that's what some people think, I, I, I think that's what some people think, they, they think, oh, I can talk all this shit and all that, I can, I can put these tweets out on Twitter, and then once a fight offer comes to them, they run and they scurry. And they scurry like rats because they know that, oh, wait, I actually can't back up my words here because this is just a phone and I can tweet anything I want on Twitter because I'm behind my screen yeah. and I can say whatever I want. And then when some guy comes um, and, and he challenges and he's like, okay, I don't want to fight you because you've been talking shit, so let, let's get it on. And they're like, oh, wait, no, I have an injury or I can't pull out. Yeah. I, I cannot fight because I have to pull out. And so some of this, it's, it's happened, Dan, it's happened loads of times before yeah. people pulling out because they, they think they can talk shit online and it's just it takes it's and then when the, when the real truth comes it's like oh shit i have to fight now yeah so exactly yeah they're, they're obviously scary you know uh, but Fury, come back to the Fury point. Um, I think like it's uh, that that's natural. He's always been the big talk. He's always he's always um, ha- ha- had that momentum to back to back up what he's saying during that that, that fight month or even lead into fight week. Um, and to, to put out those last few tweets on fight week and then to be like, okay, right, like I'm gonna smash your face in your big dosser, your big lying dosser. Yeah, you're um, you're, you're phony and all this. <laughs> laughing at Fury I remember he was laughing at Wilder even after the Wilder 2 fight where Wilder was like oh my wall was spiked my uniform was too heavy my boots were too heavy yeah, I yeah. wasn't prepared enough Wilder was giving off hundreds of these excuses and you, you can see it online it's there online for you if I ever to look at um, but Fury versus Wilder and then obviously like it then uh, the, the stipulation with the WBO and then with the and then who's gonna fight who and it's really like the, the division really in, in the air at the moment with the head but it's, it's a great division to watch it's one of the most exciting as well um, but yeah any last thing to say now before I wrap this up any last thing to say before I wrap this up um, the podcast is coming back all I'll good stuff fuck it why not all good man uh, the podcast is coming back September uh, I've three guests lined up at the moment um, I, obviously I, I don't want to I don't want to say who it is but oh, yeah, yeah, I've three right. guests lined up at the moment Um Obviously, uh, oh yeah, there's a fight tonight actually as well. I want to put my prediction out there. Colin, uh, uh, Michael Colin versus TJ Donahue. Oh yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, that. I, I, I'm calling. I, I'm calling Michael Colin ninth round stoppage. Yeah, good stuff. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you know, I just uh, forgot all about that. Too slow, he's too old. Donahue's a bum. Yeah, yeah, that's the job. Ron Colin, boy. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Ron Colin. Right. Nice. Right, no bother. Enjoy training. Great. Right. Yeah. Good luck. See ya. Uh, right, I'll keep the old cap chats fairly short just because there's not a whole lot I can fucking say without having someone else to talk to so I had to get sick of listening after a while. Uh, there was a few fucking savage results um, I think to deserve a mention. Like, the, the fucking... Let me see. So the under fifteens won their won their semi final against Manute. I know they lost their final today against Confi. 
Uh, they were unlucky, lost by three points. It was a it was fairly bad conditions now, but Division Three, so it would have been the under fourteen team. Uh, they had a savage win. It was five nine to ten points over Manute there last week. So any day you beat Manute, I think that was actually their. Oh no, sorry, it was their second team. But any day you beat a Manute team, it's no mean feat because we could never beat them. Like, but uh, yeah, that was a fucking savage win. I was, it was that was class. See that, and then if that wasn't good enough, like the Saint Cocos team under fifteen, like the the main. Division one team, they bit Minute as well, bet them by what was it, five thirteen to three fourteen. Like Jesus. Like I know we were with Kilcock and I think that's nearly one of the best things ever happened to Kappa, like to team up with Kilcock. I know they're the arch rivals and all that, but uh Christ, like to beat them and that's a fine team as well. Kilcock have a few county lads on that and stuff, but Kappa have their share of fucking prodigies as well. But uh yeah, geez, the win that was unbelievable. Fair play to the lads. So uh yeah, and then what is it? Oh yeah, and then the other thirteen, the Cocas lads, they have their final against Kyle Love. That's throwing a half eleven tomorrow morning. I think that's in Hawfield. So if you're, if you're, if you have nothing to be at, you're go down and support the lads. Uh, good few ca- few tidy capital lads on that team as well. So uh, that's a good team. There's a good few from under 13s, 15, 60, You're seeing all the teams. There's a good few. There's some tidy fucking hurlers like on it, you know. So uh, it's good to see them coming through and uh, hopefully we'll be senior in a few years. Now that's good. They've a good few. Nice to see them with Cocos because at least they've been out team. But uh, yeah, sure, feck it. There's no real other results. I'm, I'm kind of sick of talking at this stage. But uh, yeah, and just uh, the miners, I think, are out tomorrow. I don't know how they beat Killa. I wasn't talking to any of the boys. But uh, yeah, best of luck to the miners tomorrow. I think they're, they've been training their arse off to footballers. Uh, so I think they have four matches in 10 days or something. So I don't even know where that game is. To be honest. I think it's could be... Jeez, God knows who's it against. But anyway, best of luck to the boys. And I doubt any of them are listening to this. But uh, yeah, that's a good hard-working team as well. So hopefully they do well. And uh, yeah, so bit of hurling. The minor hurlers are... The minor hurlers league is starting in a few weeks' time as well. So best of luck to them. So uh, yeah, I've, I've, fuck, I can't really do a whole lot now while Killer's not here. So uh, yeah, for anyone who stayed to listen this long, fair play to you. So uh, yeah, sure, fuck it. Um, Kappa boo. Uh, thanks very much for listening. Uh... Yeah, have a good weekend, and uh, I don't think it's a bank holiday. No, sorry, it's not a bank holiday. Uh, Yeah, just enjoy the weekend, and yeah, back to work Monday. Have a good one.